Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Will you lift your hands high to heaven? Just say these words. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm expecting an impartation this week that is going to change the trajectory of everything in my world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go ahead one more time. Give the Lord a praise. Can we thank the musicians and the singers? Now, listen, go and take a break, but don't go far because I'm going to be calling you up very soon. And Jared, are you, are you cool to hang with me? Fantastic. Amen. Well, go, go ahead and grab a seat. I want to uh, kind of just really not really uh, preach to you, but just kind of share what I feel the Holy Spirit is wanting to do this week. And God gave me this word about six weeks ago, so I, I knew it was a, a word for tonight. So we're going to do something a, a little bit fun, a little bit fun. Um, if, you, if you go, if you've been through high school, and I got asked to leave in my final year. So if you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm a high school dropout, you're in good company. They asked me to leave. They said I wasn't taking school seriously. <laughs> to me, school was a captive audience <laughs> that I could entertain. I was shocked when they said I didn't take it seriously. I'm like, there are people who take this seriously? But <laughs> there were, there were. I'm so sorry, Lisa. Forgive me. Uh, so one of the things that we, we learned in physics is that, that sound, sound travels in waves. Sound travels in waves. And it's measured in frequencies. And the, the greater the frequency, they, they use a, a term called decibel. And the larger the sound or the louder the sound, it's almost like the waves on the sea. The smaller the wave, the smaller the decibel, the larger the wave the greater the decibel. But th there are different frequencies. And so um, I'm going to ask you to just kind of almost do, do a little bit of an exercise in church. I'm going to ask the, the sound desk to play the first sound. And if you can hear it, I want you to stand to your feet. So this first sound is 8,000 uh, hertz. So if you can hear this when they press play, I want you to stand to your feet. Okay, now stay standing. Play, play the next one. Okay, stay standing if you hear this next one. If you don't hear it, sit down. Oh, maybe it's not going. <laughs> All right. If you hear this next one, stand up. That's weird, okay. It might be taking a second to load. Oh, there it is. All right, you little show-offs. I can't hear it, okay? This one, if you're over 40, you can't hear it. I'm 56. So there are a few people going, I hear it. All right, grab a seat. 
That, that one there was 15,000 hertz. So we're going to do, do one more. So if we can play the, the third one, I want you to stand if you can hear this third one. I'll just take a second to come up. You can hear it, Michael, you little rascal. Okay, well, this, this one here, it's meant to be 21 and under. So you guys are doing unbelievable. But how many people didn't hear some of those? Like me, I think I only heard one of the three. So I'm feeling like I've outed, 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 outing myself. So the title of my message tonight is A Higher Frequency, A Higher Frequency. So, so come with me in, into the book of Isaiah. And, and I, did, I did that there to, to show that there are frequencies. It was really funny because <laughs> there would have been a fourth one for, for people 50 plus, they can't hear this one. And so I'm pressing play and not realizing Leanne was, was kind of messing around in the kitchen and I'm thinking, oh, the stupid thing's not working. So I'm hitting the, the volume button like this. And then Leanne goes, what are you doing? Look at the dogs. Look at the dogs. And the dogs are running around like this. And I am realized, oh, my God, I'm 56. Of course I can't. I'm hitting the volume button. It wasn't a volume issue. It was the, 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 the frequency changes. So, so that, that, means, that means that there are things that 18-year-olds hear that, that, that 40-year-olds don't hear. And there are things that 40-year-olds, 40 people under 40 hear that the 50s don't hear because of the, 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 the changes in, in, in our hearing as we get older and the different frequencies. And I felt the Lord speak to me from this passage of Scripture so powerfully with a way that I've never seen it before. And I know that, that he wanted me to share this tonight because even though my name's up on the screen there, I'm actually not speaking at the Arise Conference. So this is the only Arise Conference shot that I've got. And I feel like this is an Arise Conference message. But, but I don't want to just preach a message. I want to actually unlock something. So come with me, Isaiah, Isaiah 6, Isaiah 6. It says, in the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah 6 verse 1, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with the other two wings he flew. Then one cried to another. Then one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. And the Holy Spirit showed me this, this picture in heaven. I used to think it was, you know, the angels in unison were calling out holy, holy, holy. The angels were in Trinity. They were, they were repeating it. But I felt, I felt the Lord say, that's actually not what's going on. The seraphim, they, they, they transmit, they, they, they carry and they, they communicate. They, they, they call 
one another up into a frequency where one seraphim says, holy. And the other seraphim says, holy. And the other seraphim says, holy is the Lord Almighty. And the atmosphere, there's a frequency of all things are possible. There's a, there's a frequency that is a heavenly frequency. I believe, I believe that Lucifer outed himself because there was holy, holy, and there was a gap because he refused to stop worshiping. He refused to stop honoring. He refused to stop, and so he lost. He, he, he ended up in a different frequency and then lost his place, the Bible says. A place was... A place in heaven was no longer found for him. We see those same fingerprints when he comes to, to, to God in heaven. He presents himself. And God says, where have you come from? He says, I've come from the earth. God, God immediately senses, you, you've got to carry a different frequency. Where have you come? I've come from the earth. Ah, oh, okay, the earth. Have you considered my servant Job? None like him. Fears God, shuns evil. And Satan says, does Job really fear God for nothing? Does he really fear you for nothing? Truly, you've blessed the work of his hands. You've prospered everything that he does. You let me take all of the stuff and he will retract his holy. He will stop worshiping. He will surely curse you to your face. And so God says, his life is in your hands, but you can't take it. The Bible says that, that Satan hits Job with, I mean, devastates his businesses, destroys all his cattle. He, in, because he's the cruel one, he even takes out Job's children. In one day, in one day, everything that brought delight to his eyes and joy to his heart was taken from him. And Satan is now thinking, surely. And the Bible says at the end of Job chapter 1 that, so, that Job sat in sackcloth and ashes and worshipped. He worshipped because he worshipped because he could curse like the spirit in the earth. When we talk about the spirit of the world, we're talking about the Luciferic spirit. Satan was cast into the earth and forever affected the terrain. He, 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 he has a different frequency. You don't want the frequency of earth. You want the frequency of heaven. But Job understands, if I, if I tap into the hopeless, if I start echoing the hopelessness of the frequency of the earth, I get what the earth has. The earth has death. Heaven has life. And so at the end of Job chapter 1, he still worships. So then God... Satan comes again and stands before God and says, an eye for an eye. That's what humans are like. They don't care what you take from them. They only care what happens to them. They don't care what happens around them. They're callous. That They only care if you touch them. You let me put pain in his body. Then he'll surely curse you to your face. And God says the second time, he says, all right, his life is in your hands, but you cannot take it. And the Bible says that Satan hits Job with sickness after sickness, so, so devastating and debilitating on his immune system that his immune system cannot cope, and he begins to break out in boils. He has a, a, a piece of uh, broken pottery, and he's scraping the boils in absolute agony. His wife says to him, why do you hold fast to your integrity? She's grieving, hurting people, hurt people. 
And she says, why don't you just curse God and die? Just get it over with. Look around you. Look around you. And she's, you know, she's lost. She had seven sons and three daughters, all nursed at her breasts. And now all, there's 10 graves, 10 fresh graves. And her husband is sick and he's been a good man. She's had to, the, the, the foreclosure guys come and taken furniture and taken stuff. She's humiliated, embarrassed. She's angry with God. And then Job turns around and says, you speak as the foolish women. Should I only worship God when times are good? Does he not deserve worship also in the tough times, in the difficult times? And then he grabs his wife's hand and he says, sweetheart, even if he was to slay me, even though I wouldn't understand why, but even if he was to slay me, I know he is good. And yet I'd still trust him. Even if it was to slay me, yet will I trust him. It's interesting because after that, Satan makes no more appearances. Satan makes no more appearances because he knows this guy, you can take everything that he has, everything that is beautiful, everything that is one. You can even strike him with sickness and pain in his body. And he will still fill the holy, holy holy. He will still carry heaven's frequency in the earth. Heaven has a higher frequency. But number two, my question to you tonight is, do you echo heaven's frequency? Do you echo heaven's frequency? If I was to impart something, and I'm going to pray in just a moment for people, but if I was to impart something to you tonight, I would say this, that you can make 2024 your 2020 more simply by, by understanding that heaven has a frequency it's almost like you know our, our radio has am and fm if you just think am earth fm heaven it's a different frequency it's a different there's a different sound there's a there's there's there's, there's a different pitch there's a different there's a different hertz there's this it's just different it, it is life-giving we, we, we see we see this every time every time an angel comes from heaven the Bible says that the Midianites had ravished the land and, and Gideon is threshing wheat in a, a wine press to hide it from the Midianites. It's a wine press. It's not a threshing floor. It's a wine press. You make wine in a wine press and you make wheat on the threshing floor. But he is not in a threshing floor because of exposure. So he's, he's, trying, to, he's trying to make wheat where you're meant to be making wine. He's living in dysfunction because of all the abuse and because of all the oppression and because of all the poverty and because of all the struggle and because of all the oppression, the lack that he's grown up with. So he's living in dysfunction. And the Bible says the angel of the Lord came and said to him, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. And Gideon is like, are you kidding me? I'm hiding in a wine press in my dysfunction, not thinking of anybody else but myself. I have a myopic small vision. But the angel doesn't see Gideon according to his faults. The angel doesn't see Gideon according to his limits, according to his fears, according to his dysfunctions. The angel, like heaven, sees him according to his potential. The angel, I need you to understand that the frequency of heaven is all things are possible. Jesus says what is impossible with men in this frequency 
just come over here and be with God because with God, all things are possible. That's why the devil wants to take away your praise. He wants to remove your amen. He wants to silence your worship. The, the issue is always about worship. Why? Because whenever you worship, when the earth worships, we are, we are resonating the same frequency as heaven. We are on the same wavelength as heaven. When the, when the walls of Jericho, when the, they, they, they just marched around on the last day, God says, all right, all right, kids, now shh. Shout, give me a shout of praise. And when they shouted a shout of praise, they were praising. The angels were praising. And at that moment, there was, there was a resonance. There, there, was, there, was a, there was a congruity between heaven and, and the walls came down. When, when earth and heaven intersect, whatever is God's will, they, they, built, they built this fortified compound saying it is impregnable, it is impossible. The greatest minds, the greatest engineers, the greatest architects with the greatest construction materials of their day said it is impossible but when earth and heaven got on the same frequency the walls came tumbling down I want you to know tonight there are some walls that are going to come tumbling down in your life over your life some things that have kept you some things that have limited you some things that have blocked you some things that have been obstructions to you tonight is your night the walls are coming down are you on heaven's frequency you know the angel the angel comes to, to this, this Daniel who's, who's praying. And he says, oh man, greatly beloved, greatly beloved by heaven. God is with you. Let me tell you things that Daniel, Daniel refused to be silent. He refused to, to, to not worship and give God honor. So they threw him in, into, into a, a, a cave. They, they rolled a stone and it was filled with hungry lions. And the next morning, the king came and says, Daniel, has your God been able to deliver you? He says, King, my God sent his angel. My God sent his angel. Heaven dispatched help because I don't operate on the wavelength of earth. You made a decree. You were tricked, King, into saying, hey, no prayers, no engagement with heaven for 40 days. The only person you can pray to is to, to the King. But you know, King, you're just a man. You're not a God. There is one true God, and I was not going to stop. I was not going to disconnect from being in the heavenly frequency. And so because of that, because I remained in the heavenly frequency, even thrown into a lion's den filled with hungry lions, an angel was dispatched that shut the... I'm not sure who I'm talking to tonight, but I'm telling you this. The devil wants you to say, oh, no, when God performs, then I'll praise. And God is saying, that's not how this works, puppy. You praise, and then you watch me perform. You release your praise. You you get onto a heavenly frequency. You turn the dial and start, start operating in heaven and power begins to flow. Angels begin to get dispatched. Can somebody say amen? My God, I, I want to pray for people. So just, just a couple more quick thoughts. I think we see this again when uh, they, 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 they bring to Jesus a woman they've caught in adultery. And these are religious people. These are religious people. So just because you're religious doesn't mean you're automatically in heaven's frequency. You, you, you could tell the Pharisees and the scribes by their, 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 their religious garments. They had all the religious paraphernalia. They had all the religious accoutrements. But Jesus says, your heart is far from God. You, 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 you seek the praises of men more than you praise God. So he says, you've, you've lost your heavenly frequency. 
So these people who have lost their heavenly frequency, what do they do? They bring a woman who was caught in adultery and they throw her at the feet of Jesus and they all pick up their stones and they're ready to stone this woman. And they said, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Moses gave us a law that such should be stoned. What sayest thou? And Jesus says nothing, just begins to write in the dirt. Because he's like, I can't hear your frequency. That frequency is foreign to me. They're like, don't you? So they shouted louder. She was caught in adultery. She's a harlot. She was caught in adultery in the very act. Moses gave us a law that such should be stoned. What sayest thou, teacher? And now Jesus stands up and says, all right. Whoever is without sin, you cast the first stone. And there was something about the frequency that Jesus spoke in that conviction hit them. They realized, oh shoot, actually, whoa. And then they all left. Whoever was without sin was the only person allowed to throw a stone. So then Jesus, the only one without sin, the only one without sin, says to her, woman, because she's waiting for the stones to hit. And he says, woman, where are your accusers gone? She's just alone, just her and Jesus. And he says to her, he looks into her eyes, he says, is there no one left who condemns you? She's, 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 she's got to know, like, he is the sinless one. He can pick up that stone. He can fulfill the law of Moses and stone me. I was in adultery. I can't. And as she looks into his eyes, instead of judgment, she sees mercy. The Bible says God desires mercy, not sacrifice. And he looks and he says, daughter, I don't condemn you. Now go, sin no more. She leaves changed. They came on a frequency of hate and judgment and death. No value on human life. Jesus came in a spirit of love, of rescue, of redemption, of salvation. He come to save her life. It's a different frequency. Awakened church can be like the gate of heaven on earth when we're on heaven's frequency. We don't do worship just to get to the preaching. Worship is the main event. When you worship, when you worship, you're engaging in heaven. I have a third point, but I'll preach it another time. I want to pray for some people. I want to pray for, for Pastor Michael and Lisa first. Hallelujah. Just take, take a step forward and if someone can maybe, actually come up on the, on the stage and um, you come, come on out. Let's, let's get, get ready to sing. I love that last song. Can we do that last song again? Fantastic. If I can have just uh, two people, just stand right behind them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I just, I heard, uh, Michael, as you were prophesying that this year is 2020 more, not just 2024. 
And it's no coincidence that, that the prophet Mike Maiden is going to be here on Sunday. And, uh, and the, 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 Lord, the Lord told me to tell you that this, this Sunday there's going to be uh, almost like a transfer of a mantle. That both of you, both you, Michael and Lisa, have loved and longed for the prophetic. And to, to love and long for the prophetic means, Lord, I, I want to see what you see. And because you've been faithful with the sheep and you've been faithful with the few and you've been faithful where others people said, well, you know, they're a little bit damaged, they're a little bit broken, not sure if you can do anything with them. You're like, what are you talking about? Have you seen the gold? Have you seen the potential? No, they just haven't had a chance. They just haven't had somebody just shift some of this dirt and pull out some of this. You, you, you've already begun to see things that other people don't see. But this, I, I just hear the Lord saying that 2020 four is going to be 2020 more the, the the god is going to literally give you and and the lord would say go with it he's going to show you in your mind you're going to see oh my gosh july 3rd 1967 what does that mean well that's my birthday i thought you knew how can you forget that uh, all right a different one you, you're gonna you're gonna see you're gonna see dates you're gonna see times you're gonna see numbers you're gonna see god will show you a calendar and you'll say oh my god there's something happening happening february and God says, go with it, 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 go with it. And this is what I hear the Lord saying over both of you. There's a new prophetic mantle coming down. And what you guys have built in six years, in six years of dedication, devotion, hard work, and sacrifice and ingenuity, the seventh year is going to be a Shabbat year in the spirit where it's going to seem so effortless because you, it's almost like there's there's a, a weight and a wind on your words when you when you speak when you prophesy i see uh things shifting i see chains breaking i see walls coming down i see things being released and daughter of god i hear hear god saying that uh you you carry a prophetic mantle you carry a prophetic anointing are you speaking at Cherish this year oh my gosh okay because I just saw you at Cherish operate and everybody's heads are spinning because you're going to bring the word of the Lord And, and the Lord would say that's not a pressure thing don't think that's a pressure don't think that's a pressure you're going to hear him more clearer and even this message tonight if it was for nobody but you it was, the Lord would say, my daughter, I love when you're on my frequency. And whenever you're on my frequency, there's a transfer of heavenly things. There's a transfer of heavenly power. There's a trans, ooh, ooh. Somebody in, in this section, I, I just felt God, you, something's wrong with your knee and God is healing, healing somebody's knee in this section. Who is that? Just would you stand up? Just stand up. I just you're gonna feel a warmth. You can take it too. If you're up there, yeah, you take it. You take it. I like your faith. You weren't even in that section, but you may as well be. You may as well be. Just just turn your palms towards heaven like you, you're you're receiving. Father, I thank a release right now. Just wow, I just felt that. My gosh, it's going right through your body. Warmth, warmth, warmth. That's the power of God. Power of God goes right through, right through, right through. And all you gotta do is receive. Just receive. You just feel a warmth going through. And I see, I see uh, where, where there's one, one, one uh, there's, there's been uh, some damage to, to the, the ligament 
and I see God doing a healing, 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 God doing a healing. Just stay under that. Don't, don't be quick to sit down. Just stay under that. And in a second, you're going, you're going to test it out and see that you're being healed. So Lisa, this is what I saw. I saw you preaching at Cherish, my God, and you're bringing the word of the Lord because you're in heaven's frequency. This year is going to be the year heaven's frequency. And there's been things, there's been some personal anguish and some personal, uh, just some personal things that, you, that bothered you in 23. You're going to see breakthrough in those things in 2024. And it's because the Lord says, I can trust you. I can trust you. The Bible says that the the Lord was with Samuel and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. And the Lord would say, I'm with the Hunleys and I will not let one of their words fall to the ground. And, and I see you, I see you, Michael, prophesying, not just in church. I even see you at work, not even meaning it, but you're prophesying, you're reading the mail. And I see some of your superiors saying, hang on, how did you know that? That's, that's highly classified. That's, I never shared that. How did you, and it's, you're just you're, you're like Daniel in that place, but there's a prophetic that is coming on you, and it's no coincidence that Mike Maiden's going to be here this Sunday. He will confirm all of this, but a fresh mantle, Father, fresh oil on, Father, fresh oil on, in Jesus' name. Go ahead, give the Lord a great shout. Give the Lord a great shout. I love our youth. I love our youth. You've got the prophecy shirt on with the yellow and black. Why don't you go ahead and stand up? He's a smart kid. <laughs> just lift your hands higher. In fact, come down here. I felt God just say, don't, don't just pray for him in his seat. Impart into him what you have. Impart into him what you have. Impart into him what you have. Come on, come on up here. Come on up here. Come on up here. So you know I was a youth pastor, right? Did you know that? I was a, I was a youth pastor for 15 years. And Chris Farrelly, when Pastor Phil Pringle said, okay, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, I need you to go and plant a church. Yeah, there's a church in you. I was sadly in. Because I'm like, no, if I become a senior pastor, I have to grow up. <laughs> Youth ministry is the Peter Pan of ministries. You never have to be responsible. No, anyway. So I love being a youth pastor. And I was good at it. But now I really love being a senior pastor. I really love it. And I felt God say, you're going to raise up youth, youth pastors and youth leaders. And there's a, there's a mantle of leadership. And there's, a, there's an anointing. And I'm going to take you by the hand in just a second. I'm going to impart what God built for 15 years in me. And I'm going to give it to you. And I see you, I'm telling you, you're going to preach like you've never preached. You're going to lead like you've, you're going to see like you haven't seen. There's going to be a mantle that comes on you. And the reason that God's doing this is because you've devoted yourself to His house. God said, don't look at Saul. I've rejected him. And I found myself a king, a man after mine own heart. There's nothing God will give the young man or the young woman that is after God's heart, that wants to please God. So Father, I thank you for this great young man. I thank you for the call of God and I thank you for the power of God. And Father, what's on me? Lord, tonight I ask, put on him in Jesus' name. 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 David Macon, with your beautiful baby. Stand up. With your beautiful bride, come on, 
Stand up together. You guys are, are, are a family. <laughs> well, come on up then. I like it. I like your faith. Come on up. How many people love the Macons? How many babies is that now? Two. How many more do you want? You want another one? How many people believe that God wants to give them another one? Hold hands, hold hands, hold hands. Hold hands. I, 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 this is what I hear. I hear the word of the Lord saying, my son, I didn't just rescue you from. The Bible says he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and translated us to the kingdom of the son of his love. He doesn't just take them out of Egypt and then say, hey, good luck. I think the promised land's that way. Um, just, have you got a compass? Follow the, he doesn't do that. He says, I'll take you out of Egypt and I will be with you. I will go before you. I'm going to clear the way. My angel will wipe out every obstru ob obstruction and uh, oppression that comes your way until you get into the promised land and I will be with you there. And I see God has brought you out of, but the Lord would say, I ain't finished because I'm still bringing you into. And I see God canceling generational sickness and generational poverty and generational curses and generational struggles and generational battles, generational battles. Because you said, God, I'll fight the good fight. I'll be a warrior of God. I'll be the warrior and the warrior princess of God. I'll fight the fight so that my children don't have to. Because you did that, the Lord is going to fight the, these battles for you. God is the God who is released when the warrior steps onto the battlefield. It wasn't David's prowess. Not that David didn't have prowess. It was the Lord. When he put that rock in the sling and began to and, and launch that thing, the Lord guided that thing straight into the forehead of Goliath. It was David with God. It was David under the hand of God. And that's what I see. I see you under the hand of God. I see you, your biggest problem in business is, my God, how do I manage the growth? How do I manage the demand? How do I manage the prosperity? Man, I need to get somebody to coach me. I don't know how to manage all this money. I don't know how to manage all this. I don't know how to steward all this profit. I don't know how to steward this level of success. And I see God bringing great men and great people around about you both. Father, I thank you. I do see two. If that's, I'm so sorry. I see two more little ones. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'm not saying they're going to come at once. That could be fun, but I'm not, I'm not going to say that. But I see two more. And, and the reason is because of the trouble that you've had, God is going to give you double for your trouble. And I release a blessing, Father, over your daughter. Just take that. Oh, that's it. Just breathe that in. That's the Holy Ghost. Over David. Fresh oil, fresh anointing, fresh power, fresh power, fresh anointing, fresh touch of heaven, fresh touch of heaven. How are we going, knee people? How, how, how are those knees? Come on, come on. You're doing good. I like you. Stand up. I like you. Stand up. God's got a word for you. How's the knee? Is it feeling better? It's all right? Come on, stand up. All right's good, but come on. How many people know that Jesus can do better than all right? Just lift your hands one more time. Lift your hands one more time. Father, I thank you for this young man. What's your name? Nick. Where are you from? From here? This is local? This is home? I'm so proud of you. I'm, Nick, God loves you. And I just hear God telling me, He's not just healing your, your, your knee. There's been uh, 
You're such a good man. You're such a loyal man. You're such a good friend. And you've been a good friend. And then there's somebody who you were a good friend to that was not a good friend in return. And it's almost like something came over your heart and says, ah, you know what, I'm I'm not going to give myself. I'm not going to. But I hear God saying, God's healing that because what's in you, the gold that flows, the loyalty that flows, the love that flows out of your heart is too good to hold back. And the enemy literally got in, tried to wound you and hurt you so that you wouldn't. But you're going to have, I see great friends. I see great relationships. I see another relationship that was broken. I see God doing a beautiful restoration and repair in your heart. He's for you. Do you drive a truck? I just see. And it's, even, even your truck, there's, there's some repairs needed in your truck, but you don't have the money for it right now. And I just felt God say, I just felt God say, watch what I'm about to do. I'm not just repairing your knee. I'm not just repairing relationships. I'm going to repair your truck and you're not going to pay for it. Go, go, and, go and get it. Go and get a quote, do whatever. God is going to supernaturally give you the money to the dollar to have your truck uh, completely repaired because He loves you and He's going to show you how much He loves you, Nick. You're awesome. I like you. And Father, come on, stretch your hands out towards Nick. Father, we thank you right now for healing in that knee. God is healing your knee. He's healing friendships. He's healing relationships. He's restoring stuff. And He's even going to repair your truck in Jesus' name. Amen. What a great word. Man, where was that word when I was in Bible school? My Lord. My Lord. Stretch your hands. I love, what's your name, beautiful? That's right. Lift your hands, beautiful. Lift your hands. Father, I thank you. Look, she's even got courage and truth on her shirt. You're a little warrior princess, a firecracker. And this is what I hear this year. This year, your, your influence, I saw 50 people are going to come to Christ this year. 50, that's like one a week. My gosh. Just because of, and this is what the Lord says, because of the joy that is in her. Because of the joy, that it, because she carries heaven's joy. And even this message tonight resonated with you because you, you, you couldn't explain, you couldn't put into words, like, why do I just love heaven's frequency? There's something about, and you were just, you're operating heaven's frequency. Because of that, people are going to get saved. Lives are going to be changed. People are going to be set free. And I hear the Lord saying, I'm doing a, a really deep work in your family. I know it's gone a little bit slower than you've wanted, but it's because I'm going deep. I'm not doing a surface shallow quick. I'm doing a deep. If it's surface shallow quick, quickly come, quickly go. Easy come, easy go. Because I'm doing deep, it'll be long lasting. We're talking about eternity here, but God is working on that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. All right, anybody, anybody that's believing God for a miracle this year, I want you to, to stand to your feet. Believe in God for a miracle this year. Can we sing? Can we sing something's got to break? Can we sing that? Can we sing it through? We're going to sing this and then I'm going to pray for you. And I promise I'm going to get you out on time. But I, I feel, go oh my gosh. Okay, the Virillis. Yes, give me one second. The Virillis, step forward. Step forward, step forward, step forward, step forward. Wow, 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 wow. Awaken you, awaken you. Christian, you, I, I met you when you were 
you worked for another construction company. And now you've got your own construction company. And the Lord says, because this young man just keeps turning up, because he's faithful, because he's so faithful to me, I will show myself faithful to him because his beautiful bride has been so, so faithful to me. I will be faithful to them. I see your house enlarged. I see it enlarged. I see, I see it just, it's, it's filled with laughter. It's filled with joy. It's filled with people. And, and the Lord would say, what, what rests on you both is not just the marketplace. You have a king anointing, but you also have the priest anointing. Daughter, you have the queen anointing, but you also have a priestess anointing. And I see people finding breakthrough and people finding deliverance and people finding healing. You, you, you're going you, you, to operate in both, in just as, just as powerful as you are with power tools. Your God is giving you heavenly power tools right now. Heavenly power tools, especially the gift of prophecy, especially on both of you, especially the prophetic. The prophetic and healing. You've always wanted, God, I really want to see more healings and miracles. It's coming on you right now. Coming on you right. There it goes. Just, just receive that. It goes right through you both. Father, I thank you for that anointing. So flow through, Christian. So flow through. Oh, God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Give the Lord. It's, it's always authentic when they know that there's nobody catching them. Hallelujah. Is that Stan over there? Stan, lift your hands. How many people love Stan? Stan, lift your hands. Again, the, the, the word of the Lord is, my God, the anointing is so strong. So faithful, so faithful, so faithful. But the Lord would say that, that you know, even some of the portfolios you're carrying in, in Awaken is, it's practical and it's, you know, building and, you know, whatever. But the Lord would say, David came into the kingdom as a courier. He was dispatched to carry cheese, bread, and wine to the captain of the army. It wasn't about how we got there. It wasn't about what got him there. It was about God positioning him there. It doesn't matter what gets you there. It's, it's God's, and God brought you with a certain set of skill sets in because you're good at management. You're good with, with money. You're good with these things. But it's because you're marked for ministry because you're marked for ministry. And I hear the same word. I hear the same word. Stan is like a David who's going to take down not just one Goliath. Goliath had four brothers. Under David, the Bible says, each one of the giants fell. Each of these five giants of the Philistines fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his men. And you're going to be a giant slayer, minister, giant slayer. You're marked for ministry, Stan. Mark for ministry. Father, thank you for fresh oil. A fresh mantle comes upon you. 2024 is about 2020 more. And, and this, uh, even this week, these next three days, just get ready. In fact, your beautiful bride next week is going to say, I feel like I don't even know who you are. Something's happened. It's, it's going to be fresh oil. It's fresh oil from heaven. Fresh oil from heaven. Fresh oil from heaven. And I know we've got kids and kids workers and we've got to... I want to be invited back. <laughs> There's something very special on you. You have such a beautiful heart, such a beautiful gift. 
And God says, tell this young lady, I've marked her this year, 2024 is gonna be your 2024. It's a year of elevation. You're gonna be elevated in his house. You're gonna be elevated out in the marketplace. It's almost like you've been overlooked and then all of a sudden it's like everywhere you go, people recognize and you're gonna have promotion and blessing and opportunity. And it's because you've made your heart steadfast for the things of God. So you watch what God is about to unlock in your world this year. It's gonna be amazing, gonna be amazing. Man, I feel the anointing. So Father, we thank you right now. Father, I thank you right now on the cusp of a rise conference. Father, an impartation of power, an impartation of heavenly residence, a heavenly, uh, this is what I, I, I just see. The Bible says how good and how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. It is like the dew that rests on Mount Hermon. And I see, I literally see a, a, a dew, a, a dew from heaven coming down and resting. You're gonna carry something different this year. We come to church, the Bible talks about, you know, coming carrying sheaves and we come and we bring an offering. Many of us come and we carry hurt, we carry brokenness, we carry disappointment. We, we, we carry scars, we carry betrayals, we carry loss, we carry grief. We, we, we bring all kinds of things. And I hear the Lord say that the cross is the place of exchange. The Bible says He will give you dancing where there was mourning. The Bible says He'll bring you rejoicing where there was weeping. He brings life where there's been death. He brings hope where there's been despair. And He brings freedom where there was bondage and slavery. So tonight as you're holding hands, I want you to, to literally see that you are letting drop, you are letting go of all the things that you brought in that don't line up with what heaven has. And I want you to pick up what heaven has. I want you to see, Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, Father, I release fresh oil, fresh anointing, fresh power, fresh fire over these beautiful people. I thank you for breakthrough over these people. I thank you, Father, from barrenness to fruitfulness. I speak right now over people that have had uh, death words speaking over, spoken over them. Words like terminal, words like cancer, words like incurable, words like degenerative condition. I break them now in Jesus' name. I break them now in the name of Jesus Christ. I cancel them out. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare freedom over these people. I declare breakthrough over these people. We son, God's hand is on you. God is elevating you, we son, because you love him. He's put his favor and his blessing on you. Ginger, I like you. You're cool. What a, what a magnificent human. God bless you. Tell me again your beautiful name. Michelle, do you know the Beatles sang a song about you? Did you? You probably know that. Of course you did. There's something very, very beautiful, very, very precious about you. And I see the same thing. I see the same thing that, that, that the devil has done his darndest to try to bury what God has put to shine in your life. And then I even see not once, sadly not even twice, but three times, a very, very deep piercing so that you covered and said, I won't shine that light again. And I see this year God is doing a healing work and your light gonna shine brighter. 
You are a magnificent friend. If somebody is Michelle's friend, they have a treasure. They have a, a, a great treasure in the earth. You're a, you're a, a magnificent uh, prayer warrior. I hear God telling me to, to tell you, tell, tell my daughter that when she prays, I hear. And, and this year, you're going to see the most amount of prayers that you prayed answered. And, and I see God surrounding you. I see so much joy and laughter. Where there was tears, God's going to replace it with joy. 2024 is going to be 2020 more joy, more laughter, more prayers answered, more celebration. You're a wonderful person and very fashion. I mean, I love the hat, the glasses. I mean, wow. You're incredible. And, and that's, the Holy Spirit is even, the reason I, he highlighted that is because there's, there's a creative design gift that you haven't fully activated yet. You dabble with it, but God says, no, no, unravel it. Don't dabble, unravel. I, I, I'm telling you, it's gonna, un, it's gonna unlock some stuff. There's an art, beautiful, artistic, creative, flamboyant, innovative, go, go with it. God's gonna do something really beautiful with it. God bless you, Michelle. Now I know why the Beatles sang a song about you. It doesn't go, Jürgen, my bell. It's Michelle, my it's, I mean, it sounds way better. Sounds way better. Amen. Amen. Say these words. Say, Heavenly Father, the hand that I hold is a miracle in motion. I ask you tonight to bless the hand that I'm holding. And Lord, if you will bless that person, I will praise you like I'm the one that's receiving the blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.